Hello, Ross Sharp here with another episode of Aeronautica. Some things just feel wrong. It is not until you wander over and read the small display placard alongside this exhibit in a museum that it hits you. And if you had been with me on this visit to Newark Air Museum, I dare say you would have seen me turn white as the blood drained from my face. It was rather like seeing a Henry Moore sculpture overgrown by weeds or a Picasso painting discarded in a ditch. This incomplete 11-foot diameter fuselage is the only surviving major section of a jet-powered Avro Ashton and, by extension, the piston-engined Avro Tudor airliner from which it was converted. The six Avro Ashtons were all converted from surplus Avro Tudors an aircraft type which was a major technical and financial embarrassment for Avro. The Tudor, with components taken from Avro Lincoln bombers, was powered by four 1,770 horsepower Rolls-Royce Merlin 621 engines and was supposed to become a viable transatlantic airliner. It didn't, and went on to be a commercial disaster. Even Roy Chadwick, its designer and the designer of the famous World War II Lancaster bomber, was killed in the takeoff crash of a Tudor II in August 1947. Immediately after the end of the Second World War, civil aviation in the UK was in a state of flux. Second-hand ex-military types, such as the Douglas Dakota, Avro York and Hanley Page Halifax slash Halton, were used to restart airline routes. Even ex-Luftwaffe Junkers Ju-52-3M aircraft were com commandeered for internal services by British European Airways in 1946. Jet power, both turbojet and turboprop, was the wave of the future, and in the immediate post-war period a series of experimental air transport aircraft and prototypes were the subject of trials programmes. These included the Douglas Dart Dakota, two Rolls-Royce Dart turboprops, the Vickers Neen Viking, two Rolls-Royce Neen turbojets, and the Armstrong Whitworth AW55 Apollo, four Armstrong Sidley Mamba AS1 turboprops, as well as the Avro Ashton. The prototype Ashton 1 first flew in public at the 1950 SBAC Farnborough Air Show, and each individual aircraft of the six converted Tudor airframes were slightly different from the others, as they were designed by Harry King of Avro to explore different aspects of jet flight and flown during a five-year-long research programme. The normal crew complement was five. Pilot, co-pilot, navigator, radio operator and flight engineer, all contained in a pressure cabin which included the flight deck, although extra technicians could be carried. The pressure cabin maintained an apparent altitude of 8,000 feet at a cruising altitude of 40,000 feet. Other sections of the fuselage contained test equipment. The Neen Mark VI engines were placed in pairs in two nacelles under the wings, each producing about 5,000 pounds of static thrust. This was sufficient to give a maximum speed of 440 miles per hour, and a range of 3,540 miles. Although the Ashton looked and flew like a jet airliner, it was not intended to enter commercial service. Indeed, 
Passengers would have been very disturbed had they noticed the 24-inch diameter escape tunnel in the belly of the aircraft to enable the crew to bail out in an emergency. The Ashton shown here in a photograph was built as a Tudor Mark 8 and converted to an Ashton 2. WB491, with its civil registration Golf Alpha Juliet Juliet Whiskey, for part of the time flew missions manned by RAF personnel and at other times flew for the Ministry of Supply. In August 1960, WB941 could be seen hangered at the Rolls-Royce Test Airfield at Hucknall, Nottinghamshire. It had taken part in extensive trials of the Rolls-Royce Avon and Rolls-Royce Conway engines, which were fitted in custom-made pods underneath the fuselage. The Conway trials were undertaken in part by Squadron Leader Alexander J. Hayworth, Royal Air Force, who had earned a DFC and bar and was mentioned in dispatches. He was also a fellow of the Royal Aeronautical Society and would eventually become chief test pilot for Rolls-Royce Limited. Even though it did not have a large production run and was not intended for airline service, the Ashton's significance to both the development of jet transport and aviation as we know it today cannot be overemphasized. Examples of first-generation jetliner technology are astonishingly rare. The prototype Rolls-Royce Neen-powered Vickers Viking, Golf Alpha Juliet Papa Hotel, for example, was converted back to piston engines and eventually scrapped. Ideally, this rare Ashton should be under cover, restored, and the centerpiece of a display showing the rise of civil jet flight, a technological advance which has changed the world.